Hey, you guys can have a seat, and as you do, I want you to tell someone around you what you did to enjoy the sunshine this weekend. All right, raise your hand if you enjoyed the weather this weekend. Yeah? Okay, also raise your hand if you wished that this was gonna be true for the next like eight weeks and it was just over, right? It was here, it'd be so awesome. We had so much fun playing outside with the boys this weekend and I loved every minute of it. And on that note, I absolutely love, I love the sun, everyone knows I love to be warm, but I also love sunsets. Anyone else out there fan of sunsets? Okay, so sunsets are kind of my thing. Um, more than anything in all the world, I love to be near a sunset, be watching a sunset, just soak a sunset in. Um, something magical and breathtaking to me about what God does at the end of the day. Amen? Anyone out there? Okay. So last February, um, Ben and I and the boys took a trip to San Diego to get the heck out of winter, um, which was awesome. But we went at sort of a hard time for me. A lot of you guys know, some of you don't. A year ago, one of my very best friends, my lifetime best friends, um, died of cancer. And so we went to San Diego in February, and I was kind of going to, to heal a little bit. It was just kind of a rough time. So I spent a lot of time on the beach. I spent a lot of time walking, a lot of time listening to music, a lot of time crying, a lot of time praying. In fact, I was thinking... A lot of my prayers that week probably sounded a little bit like the prayers that Scott talked about last week, like the really honest ones, the really hard ones. Um, so one night we took Jaden and Eli to a little playground that was right on the beach, right on the ocean. It was so beautiful. And as the kids are playing, the sun starts going down. And one of the most magnificent sunsets I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, I've seen a lot of sunsets because I really like them. But this one literally took my breath away. More than that, it took my words away. And as Ben was playing with the boys on the swings and the slides, and I was kind of over by the water, just looking at this beauty, I found myself hearing truth. And I found myself finding hope that the creation in this glorious sunset was screaming to me the glory of God and the truth that I know and what I could stand on in the midst of those really hard days. In fact, as the sunset was happening, I took a picture and I texted it to Julia because it reminded me, the only I could think of was this line in the Hillsong United song that we'd been talking about, kind of a song that I was clinging to during these hard weeks. Um, the song is called Say the Word, and I'll show you this picture, which I wish we could just, like, kill the lights and go stand there, all of us. Um, but all I could think was this line from the song, written in a billion skies, right? Everything I need to know is sort of written right there. The beauty and the glory and the power of God. I found comfort and hope that night, not from like hanging out with a friend, not even from reading the word of God, but I found comfort and hope and truth just by his creation screaming to me about God's glory and goodness, and that I could trust him even in this. So I'm wondering if that's ever happened to you. Have you ever had a moment where the creation has spoken to you, has taken your breath away, has caused you to stop and just be in awe. Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you one minute to think, so we'll just be quiet for a minute. 
And then after a minute, I'm going to give you another minute to turn to two people and just share whatever comes to mind. It doesn't have to be a big, long story, but maybe just this one time I saw this or I encountered this or I saw God in this some way in creation. Okay, so just think for a moment. And when that moment's done, I'll tell you it's time to turn and talk. Okay, find two other people and just share with them what comes to mind. Okay, as we sort of wrap up those conversations, a couple of you guys, I just want you to be brave. What I want you to do is not tell us the whole story, but just tell us what you saw. Was it a sunset? Was it something else? What did you see that proclaimed God's glory to you? So raise your hand and just tell me real quick. What you got? Yeah. Stars. What else? Leaves in the fall. Someone else. Yeah, back here. Say it again. Lakefront mansions. All right. All right. That's good. What else? Anyone on this side got something? Yeah, right here. Mountains. Absolutely. Over here. Baby deer. <laughs> That's good. Right here. The Grand Canyon. Yeah. Over here. Waves. Very good. Back here, someone. Just raise their hand. I miss you. Sorry. We'll come over here. A sunset at Grand Haven. Rainbows. Okay, I think we could actually talk for a long time about this. Everyone has something. Like we were talking in our meeting this week about this and how sometimes you say the phrase like, oh, here's a picture, but it doesn't quite do it justice, right? The picture isn't enough. Did anyone say that in their story tonight when you were telling someone, right? We try to take a picture. Like even this doesn't quite cut it. So this semester, we are running through a series on the Psalms. Um, and so the last couple weeks we've been in Psalms. You can flip to the next slide, please. Um, tonight we are going to look at a Psalm of David. And a Psalm that David wrote. And as you hear this Psalm, I want you to just actually close your Bibles for now. We'll open them in a second. Um, I wonder what David, what David saw, what David encountered. If you remember, David was a shepherd as a boy. And he spent lots of days outside in God's creation. And I just wonder, what did David see that caused him to write these words? So I want you to listen to the words of Psalm 19, and then we will dive in a little bit and see what, what God might have for us. Um, before I do that, would you just pray with me? Jesus, we're thankful to be here tonight. You know each person, each mind, each heart that's in this room. God, you know what we carry as we walk in here. Some of us are excited and really happy to be here and with friends and singing to you. And some of us feel really heavy and maybe even sad or disappointed or confused. And God, we need you wherever we're at tonight. God, we need you to speak. We need your word to move in power tonight and remind us, God, that you are big and we are small. Come, Lord Jesus, we pray. In your name, amen. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. 
Their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens he has pitched a tent for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming forth from his pavilion, like a champion rejoicing to run its course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, bringing light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever, and the ordinances of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the comb. By them is your servant warned, and in keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep also your servant from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then will I be blameless and innocent of great transgression. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Such a great psalm. Um, there are, there's a lot going on in here, and I had a hard time sort of deciding what we were going to do. And as we kind of went through the course of the week, I'm like, I think we're going to do all of it. We're going to move through pretty quick. There are three sections to this psalm. Okay, and I'm going to walk us through the three sections and sort of, I think we're going to find by the end that they all have something to do with each other. Okay, so open up to Psalm 19. And the very first section, verses 1 through 6, tells us exactly what we've already been saying tonight with our stories, right? God's creation displays his glory just by existing, right? What does it say in the first few verses? Like the heavens declare, the skies proclaim. They don't have any speech. They don't have any language. They don't have any words. But they declare the glory, the goodness, the works of God's hands just by being. Just like that sunset spoke truth and hope and healing to me, they don't use words, they just are. And that is enough. And somehow, just by being, the creation tells us all about the glory of God, who he is, why we should want to know him, why we would follow him, and why we would worship him just by existing, right? So it's kind of like this. Over the last several weeks, a whole bunch of people were telling me like, hey, have you seen The Greatest Showman yet? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh my gosh. Okay, who's seen it in the room? Yes? Okay. So literally everywhere I went for like a couple weeks, everybody's like, oh my gosh, have you seen it? Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh my gosh, the music's so amazing. Or like a lot of people said this, I cried through the whole thing, um, which I didn't do, but some of you did. Um, it's so powerful. You have to go. And the more I heard that, the more people that said that to me, guess what? I wanted to go. 
right? So Ben and I like, were like, oh my gosh, we really want to see this movie. I hadn't seen a trailer. I didn't know what it was about. I, ha- I really didn't. I, would not been, I don't know what rock I was living under, but I didn't know what it was about. But everyone was telling me I had to check it out. So literally, Ben and I cleared our schedule one afternoon. We found something for the boys to do, and we went to the movie and went to see The Greatest Showman. In the same way, the heavens, the earth, all of creation is saying those things, singing the praises of God, just like all my friends were singing the praises of The Greatest Showman, right? Even if you don't know anything about him, like you haven't seen the trailer, right? Even if you don't know who he is or what he is, his creation shouts his praises. And I think awakens in us this desire, like to check out what the hype is all about, right? What is it? Man, that sunset, that rainbow, those mountains, the stars, God's creation, it's telling me, wow, you've got to check him out. He's so incredible. Um, Romans 1.20 says this, if you can throw it up on the screen. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities... His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. This is happening all the time, all around us, whether we are paying attention to it or not. It's probably time for us to start paying attention a little bit more to the ways that creation is declaring the glories of God. But what about the things we don't see? What about the parts of creation that are bigger than us, beyond us? Um, I'm going to show you a video for a few minutes. Um, It's our friend Louis Giglio from Passion. How many of you guys have been to Passion at one time or another in your life? Okay, Louis Louis the Giglio. Louis Giglio is the founder of Passion, um, a really powerful movement for students your age that come together to worship and to hear the word. And Louis has this really incredible video that I want to show you. He's talking about the stars. And he has already shown, before the part where we're going to start, he's already shown a few different amazing stars that science has found that are literally making sound all the time, right? Some of it's rhythmic, some of it's melodic. I mean, it kind of blows your mind. So he's already He's already played a few different sounds from stars. We're going to join in in this really awkward spot where the stars are already singing for you. Okay, so that's, that's where we're kind of entering in. Okay, and then we're just going to kind of watch from there how it unfolds. So let's um, take a watch, take a listen, and check this out. Right? <laughs> So after telling us all about God's creation and the ways that God, God's creation declares his glory and worships him, David then turns to talk to us about the word of God. Okay, so turn in your Bible to Psalm 19, starting in verse 7. And here's what I want you to, to be brave and just kind of say to me. We'll go through this. Starting in verse 7, I want you to give me words you see that describe the word or what it is, or what it's doing, okay? So let's just do this together, starting in verse 7. What do you see? The what? The law. The law of the Lord is what? And what does it do? Revives the soul. Okay, the next part, the statutes of the Lord are what? Trustworthy. And what do they do? 
making wise the simple. We all have a little different versions, right? So this might get tricky, but that's okay. What's the next word they use for the, that he uses for the word? Precepts of the Lord are giving, giving joy to the heart. I love that. Next, the commands of the Lord are what? Radiant. Giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. And then I have the ordinances. What do you guys have? Any other words? Okay, the decrees of the Lord are what? Sure or true or firm and altogether righteous. How about verse 10? What are they? They're precious. And they're more precious than gold. Now, this is an interesting one. What comes in the next phrase? They are what? Sweeter. Sweeter than what? Sweeter than honey. It's really interesting. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul, breathing life into us in the places we need it most. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making us wise, showing us how to live. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. They're pulling us out of darkness, right? The ordinances of the Lord are sure, revealing what is right and true and good. They're precious, more precious than our most valuable possession. And if anyone is trying to eat like low-carb or Whole30 or sugar-free, you know how much we love things that are sweet, right? And you're missing them right about now right? We love things that are sweet. And David says the word is sweeter than honey, than honey that comes from the comb. What is David trying to tell us? As magnificent as the heavens are, as magnificent as God's creation is and is breathtaking, God's glory is also seen in his word by doing all of these amazing things right? Giving joy to our hearts and bringing us out of darkness and breathing life into us and showing us how to live. David is saying, look at God's word. God's word declares his glory just like his creation. And, and in fact, if you think about this, all those things that declare God's glory by just being the creation, they were made by a word of the Lord. So if you think about Genesis 1, right, just listen to these words for a minute. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from night and to serve as signs to mark the seasons and the days and the years, and let them be lights in the expanse of the sky to give light to the earth. And it was so. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock, creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. Therefore, by putting these things together, God's word is more powerful, more magnificent, more glorious than even all the things in creation that we could ever encounter or imagine or hear singing to us on Louis' iPad, right? The word is more powerful. The word is declaring his glory, and David doesn't want us to miss that. I want to show you a quote I found this week from Charles Spurgeon, who writes about the Psalms, and it says this, The sweetest of all temporal things fall short of the infinite deliciousness of the eternal word. 
Let me read that again. The sweetness of all temporal things falls short of the infinite deliciousness of the eternal word. David's saying, God's creation declares his glory, but God's word is even more powerful. God's word created that creation and also declares its glory. First by making creation, but also by doing all the things we just named. Reviving our souls, giving us joy, bringing us light to our eyes, and showing us how to live. Now here is the interesting part. That's section one and section two. The creation and God's word. But what if I were to tell you that section three is there to tell you, to tell us, that God's creation and God's word is they're both calling us to join them. That we get to be part of that. They're calling us to join them by displaying the glory of God in our lives. Look at verse 14. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. May my words declare your glory. May my heart, may my life declare your glory, just like the heavens, just like your word. Let my life do that. In fact, I was thinking, what would the first, first few verses of Psalm 19 sound like? if David was using the idea of his own life instead of the heavens. Listen to this. May my life declare the glory of God. May my life proclaim the works of his hands. May, like your word, day after day, may I pour forth speech. Night after night, may I display knowledge. May my voice go out into all the world. My words to the ends of the earth, declaring your greatness to the world. This is where David ends up. So how do we join creation? How do we join the word? Declaring the glory of God. Well, I think two things. One, you're already doing. You can't help it, just like the sunset. You declare God's glory just by existing. Because God created you. He made you in his image. And no matter what you think of yourself or what you think people think about you, just by existing from his word, your existence shouts to the world the glory of God. Just like creation. Because you're part of that creation. And the second thing is, we can choose. We can choose to display God's glory by how we live, how we talk, how we act, how we live our lives. So remember what I said about the greatest showman. People around me were shouting its praise. You got to check this out. You got to go. And finally I went, right? They inspired me and I went and I checked it out. And now guess what? I'm on the team. <laughs> Because it was amazing. <laughs> it was all the things they told me. It was so incredible. I, I seriously think I sat down and I never moved. Like I was so caught up. It was so great. And now I'm the one saying, hey, have you seen it? Hey, you got to check it out. Oh my gosh, the music is so wonderful. Sorry if you didn't like it. That's just where I'm at. But, but my point is, people said those things to me. I was so moved by that. I checked it out and now I'm on the team. Right? In the same way, the heavens declare the glory of God. The word of God declares the glory of God. And now will you join the team? Will you join with them? Will you be the one that says, you've got to check him out? 
You got to see who my God is. You got to see what he's done. You got to hear my story. You got to see what he's done in my life. Don't you want the world to know? Like how he's healed you, how he's changed you, how he's guided you, protected you, helped you, saved you, forgiven you. Let your life declare and proclaim the glory of God with all of creation, with all of his word. To close tonight, we're going to watch another shorter video. Um, Again, our friend, Louis Giglio. Um, It just helped me, I think, this week understand the bigness and greatness of the God whose glory I'm made to proclaim to the world. So let's watch this as we sort of end tonight. If you would put the sunset picture back up. Listen to these verses again from Psalm 19, just the very beginning. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the earth, of the world. One day, all of creation will worship. And tonight as we worship, tomorrow we live our lives we have the chance to join creation right now, to join the word of God and declare his glory together. So can we do that in this place tonight, worship God for all his greatness and power and might. Let's stand and sing together.